What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome Welcome to to you. you. Can Can sit sit with us. Hey guys. Happy Tuesday. I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. I'm drinking water. Yeah. Cool. It's really You're so exciting. close to, to so your close. Whole like world it's not even back up. And to be honest, I had half of a beer earlier. Like yeah. I just whatever. So I had that and I thought, well, I could save it for the podcast, but I wanted it then. So I didn't. So right now I'm drinking water and uh-huh. that's fine. You know, yeah. I like I miss drinking, but I also am like it's so close that I'm fine. You know, like I'm yeah. like, I know it's there. It's, you got it's coming. It's coming. Yep. I can make it through. Yeah. So I was just running right up to the wire of when we were going to hop on. And I go to sit down. I realize I don't have my drinks. Oh, shit. So I texted Chris, you know, hey, 911. Chris Mates. Uh-huh. I, Chris Mates, I need drinks immediately. So I am drinking an unknown beer. Long story short. Oh. Because I said I need something Great. alcoholic in the Yeti yeah. so that it stays cold, obviously. Smart. And it's a beer of some kind from the fridge. It's delicious. It's like Great. darker beer in color. You love your dark beers. And flavor. And I also have a nice water. But this is delicious. That's great. Yeah, you're nailing it. Okay. I do have one hangover. Mm. I thought about our question last week. What night would you want to relive over and over, over again? And over. I think what? I think it go ahead. No, I don't think you know. Do you think okay. you know? I don't know. Go ahead. I think I would relive over and over again the Beyonce Jay-Z concert. Okay. I did have that in my head. And then I was Uh also thinking the Taylor concert in Denver. Yes. But you asked me for 2019. So, but the Taylor concert in Denver was one, still one of the best nights of my entire life. So that one I would relive over and over and over again until the end of time. That one was, that was amazing. But for 2019, the Taylor concert was like fine. Yeah. Yeah. But the Beyonce concert concert was insane. We're going to talk about the Golden Globes later in the episode, but did you see slash hear Beyonce and Jay-Z brought their own champagne to the Golden Globes? I did not see that. Yeah. So they brought their own stash. And well, isn't that interesting? Sure. It was very high class. And um, there was an Instagram post of something I follow, and it was Jennifer Aniston's. It was a post of Jennifer Aniston's story. And she did a story that was like, this is why we love you, Reese Witherspoon, because they ran out of their champagne so they or something or they didn't. I don't remember. But they went over to Jay-Z and Beyonce and were like, hey, can we have one of your bottles? And I'm like, man, these are the jokes so they of just that brought a circle. Whole bunch of bottles in. Yeah, I guess their own thing. Okay, and you watched my. We recapped it on yeah. our Instagram stories, you guys, which you should follow us over there. I mean, we're not super active on the posting department lately. We're going to pick it up probably, but during award season, every award night we recap. You don't want to sleep on this. You yeah. don't want to sleep on that. And I talked on there how John was like, oh, Beyonce's pregnant. And I was like, what? How do you know? And he's like, she's not drinking. And I was like, well, I don't think Beyonce, maybe they just don't drink. And he's like, well, Jay-Z was drinking. Yeah. And I'm like, well, maybe Beyonce doesn't drink. But now you're telling me that they brought their own champagne. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I just they assume do. maybe Beyonce doesn't drink because of like her body and it's a temple and she's 
strong and whatever. No, they were know. drinking the best stuff. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So she was just, he just, the camera happened to catch her mid water gulp or something when John saw. I didn't see. Yeah. That. John was waving his finger around yeah, unnecessarily. I, that, I was like, that's how rumors get started, you know? Yeah. Careful, John. Yeah. Okay. You ready for our review of the week? Is that our only hangover? Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah I'm ready right. for it. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Bring it on. <laughs> okay. This is from uh, the subject is a Michigan sipper. Uh, the name, username is Jalilis or something. Um, but a Michigan <laughs> sipper. What up, Michigan sippers? I love this pod. She said I've that? Had- she started it with what up, Michigan sippers? No, I did. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. I included <laughs> like that she's as shouting a hello. Posse well, in Michigan, man. I just felt okay. this, all of a sudden this strong yeah. impulse to really welcome the Michigan people Michigan sipper. Yeah. Hey, Michigan. Yeah. Michigan's hey, a cool place, you know? Yes. Colleen and I worked, we lived there for a summer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everyone goes up north. That's what they say all the time. It's like, where's right. that? It's like, just anywhere. Oh, no. <laughs> just anywhere up north. <laughs> anyway, yeah. you just drive north. I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> I love this pod. I've had various pods that I've listened to over the years, but I feel like this is the first one that I've listened to for me time. And it really gives me something to look forward to. A few few years ago, my best friend moved hours away. And this pod always reminds me of our friendship. And I laugh out loud every time I listen. Thank you for your review, Jalilis. Yes. Thank you. Now, are we getting a lot of reviews still or are they slowing down? They're slowing down. Guys. Guys, you guys, listen, you need to review, okay? Uh Uh We just need it. And only five star. That's it. Make them good. Make them funny. Tell us how much you love us. You know, make us cry. Yeah. Uh, We want, you know what? We're going to start reviewing your reviews and we're going to (laughs) give you guys ratings. (laughs) Yeah, here's a five star review. Here's a one star review. Okay, <laughs> you gave us five stars. We give you one. Try harder. You but know? don't let that deter you. Don't, don't let, let no. Fear give us your best freak effort. Freak you out. Right. You know, you might be a one star, but you could get better. And with enough reviews you that you leave, you could become yeah. a five star. Right. You know. Yeah. Just keep leaving reviews. Just don't give up. Imagine Never. if we didn't record our podcast because we were afraid of the one star review. That's right. And let me don't tell you what we're not afraid person. of. No. We're- <laughs> What the one star? The fi- we're not afraid of the five star review. So <laughs> we're not leave afraid them. of the five. <laughs> leave all the five stars, and we want to shout you out. But we need we need more from you. Okay. If you think about clicking the one star, go to a different podcast and get and that out light of your yourself system. on fire. Yeah. <laughs> go over there, tap <laughs> that one star, then come, back then come to back to ours. Give us a five and give us a five. You know, yeah. but if you're just itching to get mad or leave an Instagram somewhere, just just put in any other podcast name. Yeah. And just go do, do that it to over Joe there. Rogan's because he has yeah. lots of really good. Like he's He'll really popular. Fine. So, it, yeah. yeah, it won't affect his. He can take your It'll punches. Be a blip. Yeah. He can. I mean, he's part of the UFC, man. He's fine. Yeah. We he can can't. Take it. But we no. can take your undying love and affection. So yeah. <laughs> do that, please. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bring your A game. Give us some magic. Ooh, good. Give us some magic in your reviews. We're going to give you some magic in your cereal bowl. That in your mouth. Okay, but that could go many different directions. So I think we should stick with cereal bowl, Colleen, because, you know. You're right. (laughs) 
his tactics. <laughs> You're right. But okay, here's the dull. You know how when you grew up breakfast, like you had all those sugary cereals and they're amazing. And then as you get, you become an adult, you're like, I love cereal, but I don't feel like it's very good for me. I have been eating so much cereal this pregnancy and I feel like I've entered sugar comas so many times. Well, not no mo because magic spoon is a new cereal company that has discovered ways to recreate our favorite childhood cereals with zero grams of sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs each serving. You heard me right, folks. That's right. They offer four <laughs> flavors, you guys, based on your favorite all-time classics, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry, plus a little variety pack so you can try all of them. This company, you guys, Magic Spoon, has spent over a year working with the best food scientists and chefs in the world to recreate the cereals you love but you'd totally never guess they were healthy. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free. You guys, does it sound too good to be true? Because it is it not. It is not. It's not. It is. <laughs> this is magic waiting to happen in your mouth, okay? I've got all four, and I love them. And I was just telling Ash mm -hmm. before we hopped on, I was like, when you're done with this, try the frosted one. Because it tastes Dry. like fun. She said, just shove a handful in your mouth and it tastes like yeah. vanilla cake. And because it's so healthy, I'm going to mix it with marshmallows and make the best Rice Krispie treats. Oh it's going to be so good. And then it totally is like a net. It balances out. You know what I mean? It's like. Right, right. All right. Yeah. So go to magicspoon.com slash sip to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code sip at checkout to get free shipping. They are so confident in their product that it's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, no questions asked, you get your money back. That is mm -hmm. magicspoon.com slash sip and use the code sip for free shipping. Okay. Don't have to twist my arm again. No, ever. Ash, what do what? I need to know? Tell okay. me everything. All right, guys. So I feel very excited about this because it's very rare. Call always brings the what you need to watch. Okay. But I, Ooh. I have two and one of them I think you might've talked about. And the other one I have not heard you reference at all. And I'm very surprised if you haven't heard of this, Ooh. but okay. Did you talk to me about unbelievable no. on the podcast ever? No. Have you heard of unbelievable? No. Is o this unbelievable? Um, Gee, what? I really feel like I'm I am a home run hitter when I bring you something you haven't heard about. Okay, so Unbelievable is on Netflix. It is um, based on a true story of <laughs> sounds really dark. Ooh, ninety seven percent Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, serial rapist. So oh, uh, terrible, but it's I'm really into the crime documentary kind of things. And so it is based on a true story, but it goes all along the journey of figuring out who this person is. And it is crazy and creepy. And I watched, I stayed up till like three in the morning one night watching it. I watched it in like two days. Wow. There's nine episodes maybe. It is super good. And the acting's good. And the Golden Globes, actually, one of the detectives was nominated Ooh. for supporting or lead actress or something. I don't know. Anyway, so Unbelievable is one of them. The other th crime that show yes. that you need to watch the Tony Collette in it. I love her. Oh, yes. She's a detective. She's so good. Is Have you heard Don't Fuck With Cats? No. 
Oh, is that a joke? My, no, I thought the same thing. You guys, this is another crime documentary series. I think it's only it's only three episodes on Netflix. It is fascinating. And that is what it's called. So you can't even bleep it like it's actually called Don't F with Cats. Um, but the spelled out swear word version. It is um, about someone that was filming uh, animal cruelty on YouTube. And like they're murdering cats on YouTube Ugh. and putting them up. And so then this posse went behind the scenes to try to um, find this person. And then it's like this. And then the police get involved and it's this whole thing. It's an international deal. It's like crazy town. So anyway, those are the two things that you need to watch on Netflix. Dude. If you like crime series, it's good. They're both pulls. so good. Yeah. Good yeah. pulls. Okay. Oscar update. I went to go see Little Women, which I yes. believe will get some recognition. It was, did you ever watch the classic, like Little Women classics or? No. So it felt, I feel like people would like this if you like that classic Little Women just with an infused, like, twist of strong women right so i don't know if i'm describing that it's like a new spin on an old classic basically uh better way to put it but the acting was terrific it was very good it did make you feel connected to like women friendship and sisterhood in a way that was very authentic and real it was a good great love story too and i loved it i thought it was really Mm. well done the only that, and it was casted very well. The only acting that I took issue with, and this I think was just a personal thing, but Emma Watson was in it. She was in Harry Potter, and also she was Beauty and Beauty and the Beast. And I felt like she's a really talented actress, and the role for her seemed like she was just Beauty again in Beauty and the Beast. So I had a hard uh, time separating yeah. that from this. And it, I don't know, her character development was just okay for me, but everything else about it, and that's like a really minor criticism. Right, because she's yeah. really good. But the whole thing was great. So I'd highly recommend it. Chris and I are going to go see Knives Out. So I'll be able to report back on that. But that I'm one was excited very to good. hear what you think of that. Yeah. Laura Dern is everywhere. Like, how does yeah. she do all of this? She's everywhere. She was Big Little Lies. And then she mm-hmm. won for her role in The Marriage Story. And then she was also in Little Women. Yeah, she's had a good that girl's year. busy. Yeah, her good agent for her, man. should get a raise because mm-hmm. these roles are really good for her. Yeah. I love her. I think she's so talented. She is so talented. Okay. What else do I need to know? Okay. So this one might not be as interesting for our listeners. However, pass it on to your husbands. So I have a cousin who is amazing and he's always just been like super charismatic, successful at everything he does. Like he's just really great. And he was here for my cousin's wedding and another cousin's wedding in September. And I was talking to him about starting his own podcast and just like, well, just doing something because I feel like, I don't know, he's, you know, he's working in corporate, but he's not super passionate about it. I'm like, you should start a podcast. Like it's what we're doing. It's so much fun. I love it. So anyway, he started a podcast. It's called the grind and gain podcast. And I feel like it'll be, it's kind of uh, on the vibes of the Lewis Howes um, school of greatness where, and he has crazy connections. So he has had some really successful people on there this week. He said they're interviewing. I don't know who this person is, but the greatest closer MLB closer of all time. 
He's got friends that are like professional that have played in the NFL and obviously baseball and cool. he's going to have me on his podcast. Yeah. So it's really cool. And I feel like it'd be, if you guys want to get your husbands involved in the podcast space, he hosts it with his buddy. I listened to one episode so far and I just feel like it would be a good thing. I don't know. I worked hard to try to get John kind of listening to good stuff instead of just the radio all the time. And, and so now he, he does listen to more podcasts and I just feel like maybe pass that on to your husbands, but the grind and gain podcast. Look so, at him. Just do it. Him You're like, hey, you should oh do my this. gosh. He He's it. like made us look like amateurs. I was like, Hey, you should do this. And then he has like a website. He has like this crazy, amazing graphic. He has all these oh, guests wow. lined up. He has everything done. And, and wow. I'm like, Okay, maybe Tony contract down. him for our, <laughs> like, all of yeah. that. Yeah. And I was like, Dude. oh, this intro sounds great. And he's like, oh, yeah, I just edited that and put it together. And I was like, what? Why are you like this? <laughs> Dude, he needs to build our he's website. Good. Yeah, no, he does. I don't know how he, because he's like high up in his company. And I don't know how. And then he has three kids, coaches baseball. I don't know how he has time for it. But, you know, some people just like Beyonce, yeah. you know? Just yeah. like get shit done. And I don't wow. know. So good for him. Yeah, I'm proud of it. Okay. I'm excited for him. my what you need to know is a little bit of a downer. But Ooh. OK, Australia is burning down. Mm. So I'm just going to give like the cliff notes on this because I feel like there's a lot of different news things and it's far away and it's easy to like turn a blind eye. But what's happening in Australia is like beyond measure. So what's burning right now 15.6 million acres. Just a couple quick facts. I'm not going to go on about this too long, but that's larger than West Virginia. And so like, why did this happen? It's like the perfect storm, right? Of like climate change. It's the hottest and driest year on record. And then it's also like these natural events that also are all happening at the same time. So on top of it being the hottest and driest year on record, they're having like 80 mile an hour winds. And so as things are burning, this crazy wind, right, is just like blowing the fire like around. And there are crazy estimates of the number of animals that are dying. The range, like 300 million or something. The, the range last. is hundreds of millions oh. to an estimate I heard today of 1 billion. Mm. And Australia, Ash, I know it's a special place for you. It's a special place for me and certainly to people who like live there. But these ecosystems are like some of the strongest, right, in all the world. So Australia has been insulated for a long time. And so these ecosystems have been unique and matured to a point that isn't like anywhere else on earth. Right now, the air in Sydney is as bad as smoking 37 cigarettes. <gasps> so I want to read this post because there was a post that like kind of just, I don't know, it really hit me. And maybe it will compel you to donate to some of the, I researched some of the best places to donate right now. So because a lot of the people who are combating these fires in Australia are volunteers. So the government mm -hmm. is not doing really anything. And the people of Australia are like saving their own land or trying to and they need oh my help. Okay, so here's a post that I read. This is from at the Lauren Dubois, D-U-B-O-I-S. So at the L-A-U-R-E-N-D-U-B-O-I-S. And the images that went with this post were just 
insane. This is as close as many of us will ever come to a war zone, but the enemy will not be negotiated with. There is no reasoning, no argument we can make. There are no sanctions or laws that will contain the terror. We can only fight. I'm standing on the side of the road as we head home, south, towards the fires, and we are sharing the road with truck after truck, filled with the ashy faces of the people we've asked to fight for us. I wave at the weary men and women of the RFS as they roll past, giving a thumbs up as they honk back at me, an Aussie exchange of acknowledgement and respect, letting them know I see them. We see them. We are all living this nightmare together, and I stand here with immeasurable gratitude and tears in my eyes as these heroes willingly drive on towards the gates of hell. As our island home burns to ashes and our leaders stand by and watch, we turn to our neighbors and ask them to save us. And these people, plumbers, accountants, teachers, and cleaners, they say, okay, they put on their uniform and walk away from their families into the blaze for us. And as I struggle to find the words to explain this horror to my children, as people flee their homes, as animals die in the hundreds of millions, as babies are born into smoke-filled hospitals, as this monster devours our coast, I can look to these people and feel hope. One day, when I have to fully explain to my kids what happened this summer, I'll tell them that it was the end of days, But we had heroes who walked towards flames 20 meters high and kilometers wide because when hell descends onto us, there will always be Aussies who answer the call. Okay, so you guys can chip in. The Australian Red Cross World Wildlife Fund, they are working to reestablish ecosystems, particularly koalas most affected by this. And then the local fire departments who don't receive nearly the funding that they need and are these heroes that we just talked about, New South Wales Rural Fire Service and Country Fire Service Foundation. That's New South Wales Rural Fire Service and Country Fire Service Foundation. So anyway, I just wanted to shine a light on that because it's just absolutely terrible and we should... Do what we can, you know, because it's really like insane. So, yeah, it's way, way, way bigger uh, and more catastrophic than the Amazon fires that we talked about. Yeah, um, it's really I'm glad you brought that up because it's it's really... all terrible. But let's we're doing a hard gear switch here into the fast lanes. We're going to spray a little something on this here to make us all smell amazing. OK, you guys. Have you ever been around someone who just smells amazing? You're like, hey, please tell me what perfume you're wearing because I need to have it right now. Yeah, you totally have been there because scent is the most powerful sense of you have, you guys. It can Mm -hmm. um, bring back memories, influence your mood, and of course, enhance your natural style. Okay, but it can be really hard to find that signature scent. It can be really overwhelming to go into the mall and try on all these bottles of perfume trying to find something great. Okay, you guys, we've got an answer for you. Scent Bird is here to help you out. 
Okay, you can go on to Scentbird. Really, they will help you find some awesome fragrances for you to try. They will send them to you in these cute little bottles. They have over 600 designer brands, okay, so that you can choose a perfume from each month. They will send you a 30-day supply. That's actually a lot of sprays in there so that you can find the scent that is perfect for you. Yeah, they've got Dolce & Gabbana, Burberry. I mean, you name it, they've got it. And what I love about it is it's allowed me to try a bunch without investing in that full bottle and seeing how it interacts with my skin and my pheromones. And then I can switch it up or I can keep getting that one if I want. So if you guys want to check this out for yourself, they will send you your 30-day supply you can try it out and they're easy to travel with. You can sort fragrance by brand, style, occasion, season, all kinds of things. You can take a little quiz and they've got products in other categories too. Just heads up, skincare, wellness, makeup. They've got it all. So with an exclusive offer just for our listeners, you can get 30% off your first month today. That's only $10 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com slash sip and use our promo code sip for your 30% off of your first month. That's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash sip to sign up and use our promo code sip to try your first perfume or cologne for just $10. Sign on. Smell amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Time to bring to you our golden globe recap. So we storied about this. We each had some big opinions on the night. What did you think of Ricky Gervais hosting? I'm a fan. I felt like you weren't a huge fan. Like you're like, yeah, we, this is what we expect. I like that. He pushed the boundaries. I like that. He offended people. I liked that. Then it showed people's faces who were offended in the audience. I mean, sweet little Tom Hanks sitting in the front row was, you know, yeah, he, (laughs) he was like, Whoa, buddy. Um, but I liked it. And he just gave zero F's. He went pretty hard on a few things, but great Uh, rather than I like it way better than hosts that play it safe like you know he's not there he's not here for them whatever no I liked it too he's not here for that yeah but if someone before I saw a moment of it if someone were to say hey Ricky's hosting what do you think it'll be like I would have said he'll be out there with a glass and he'll be he'll be all confused about why they let him back in here and then he'll tear into it all and I'm down for it like I loved it but it was was like yeah it was like uh, the jokes were unpredictable and great but the overall thing for me, the overall package. And I guess I don't really know if I should expect it to be different because if it's like Chris, everyone's got a style. Like if it's Chris right. Rock, you can kind of exp- – so I don't know why that was like, oh, but maybe it just seemed so much like the ones he's done before with just his, the yeah. whole mood yeah. of it that maybe I just felt like, okay, been we've been here and done Seen this it, done it. a uh-huh. few times. But, but he, he said some very really offensive talented. things and then he was yes. like – Guys, it's your problem. I don't I don't care. Your problem. You're doing <laughs> yeah. this, you know? He's like, yeah. Who he's like, it's last time, who cares? But yeah. So it's I thought relentless. It was funny. Yeah. He mm-hmm. just doesn't let up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Big winners of the night. Overall though, before we get to big winners and stuff, did you like it? What did you think yes. of the Yeah. I did like it. I thought it was very entertaining. I feel like Ellen's thing was one of the yeah. best. Like, what's is her name? Kate? 
Kate, Kate something. Kate McKinnon. McKinnon from SNL. That whole piece, her presentation to Ellen. And then I didn't know this, but she, I, I follow Ellen on Instagram and she posted like a clip cause Kate was on her show the next day or something. And she was like, when I asked you to do this. And so I didn't know, and I don't know if that's always the case, but they get to ask who they want to present them with this. Did you know oh, that? Oh, I did not know that. So, cause I just thought the award people like the Hollywood foreign press or whatever would be the ones that would say, Hey, we want this person. But Ellen yeah. asked her and so I didn't Tom asked right. Char- uh, Charlize. Charlize. I don't know. Which seemed like a random, I mean, I know it they explained her audition and everything, but Tom's also really well connected. I thought, is this mm-hmm. really like, are they that tight, you know? Right. But maybe that was the story. I, I don't know. Wonder. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, all I know for sure is that uh, maybe they ask, hey, is there anyone you want? And then if they're like, mm-hmm. I don't know, or something, I don't know. I don't yeah. know how that works, but I found that very interesting. So she asked her and I thought that whole thing, what like the intro or whatever to Ellen, her presentation present made me cry. Then Ellen, Ellen has this gift of being really funny, but not offensive. Like she's really never offensive, but she's hysterical. And I feel like for me, that's, that's a hard itch to scratch because either I find offensive things funny and I, or like you're too soft and I don't think you're that funny. Like you're, you're boring, you know, but usually it's things that like, Oh my God, I can't believe they just said that, that I laugh. She's really intelligent. Because she's, she's, her yeah. jokes are really smart. And you're like, oh, wow. Like they, yeah. I don't know. They pack Like I punch. love how she went on and she was like, you know, they, they told me I could uh, talk for as long as I wanted. I'm not going to do that, but I could, you know, it's a special award. It's a, it's a very special award. Yeah. So I could. So I just told him to give me a warning at 25 minutes, but I'm not going to do that. You guys, I'm not going to waste your time. So I was born at 1257 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So on a rainy night. And it was just like, and she like went through all these details. And I just thought like, but that's the stuff. Like it's not offensive, but I laughed so hard. Like mm-hmm. she's just, and then it was emotional. So that alone was worth watching the Golden Globes for me. Like I loved her good. sparkly blazer suit. Oh yeah. Too. She was also, I think, best dressed. Just dressed so well. Yeah. I loved yeah, loved her. And then I also just found it pretty entertaining. There were some yeah. good speeches, people that I didn't know, but also had good speeches that, you know, were moving or made me laugh. Laura Dern had a good joke in hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Michelle Williams had a big moment. The approach hers that was, was powerful. A lot very of buzz powerful. around that speech. Yeah. Yeah. That was very powerful. I thought Joaquin Phoenix is weird. That was an interesting acceptance, too. It was very mumbly and convoluted, like he'd had too much to drink or something. Well, I saw him on some talk show. I don't remember. Jimmy Kimmel. I think he was on Jimmy Kimmel. And he just seems like a weird dude. And I don't remember him being, which is perfect, like great that he played the Joker because, you know, you've got to be a little eccentric for that part. Yeah. Yeah. And, but he just seemed like kind of awkward with the interview with Jimmy Kimmel. And, but I don't remember him like that when he did the Johnny Cash movie. I don't right. remember him being like awkward, but yeah, I felt like 
I'm kind of over him. I He's not entertaining to me. So yeah. he'll probably win other awards, but I don't think he gives great speeches. You know who I love? The year that Sandra Bullock went on a run, I just hung on every word. Yeah. When, remember uh, for The Blind Side? I remember that. And then I remember shortly after is when yeah. her cheating husband was exposed and I thought mm-hmm. back to all of her speeches where she made it a point and the spotlight was on him a lot and she I thought, said very nice things about damn him. it you know I remember her saying I never knew what it was like for someone to have my back until I met yeah. you and you've had my back like yeah and then oh he was doing mortifying dirty but anyway uh-huh. I like when there's people that like if it's their season and they're just gonna win the awards I like when they give good speeches you know And Joaquin Phoenix is not that for me. But it might not be his season. The Golden Globes can pick people very different than the Oscars do. Sometimes it will be a bona fide sweep. But in this case, what I've read is that the best actor category could go a number of different ways. It is Uh stacked. I was kind of surprised at the Brad Pitt win. And I have not seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I think Brad Pitt is a good actor. I don't think he's... Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't think he's in that And Leo category. didn't win. And Leo didn't win. Leo usually doesn't win. He did win big no, that yeah. one year. Right. But I was also like glad to see Brad on stage. I mean, it was Golden Globes right. was like A-list this yes, year. Yes, it was it A-list. Was, whoa. Jen. Like, this is Hollywood. Yeah. You know? Hey, yeah. why do you think they had Jen and Reese walk up from the audience? Yeah, I know. That was weird, huh? And also, that was weird. And also, I felt like it took everyone forever to get to the stage. Yeah. Like if they know, and I know that they have entire movie casts sitting around these tables, but it seemed like there were a lot of winners who were going from the very back of the room. Yeah. Like we're by the exit doors and uh-huh. we're going <laughs> to yeah. walk. Or it's like they need to record just a minute in advance and then uh-huh. just fast forward. Like, yeah. You know, as people are walking to or the Or have front. something to play. Like, I don't know, something to make that because that walk would be very it was very awkward like they had Beyonce and Jay there and Taylor why didn't they Uh put them to use you got three minutes right let's jam Uh you know what did okay so what did you think of the show you were in yeah I was in I love loved the glamour but the fun of it I said on stories I was like somebody needs to get us tickets to the Golden Globes because I feel like we would do very well in that kind of environment You know, it kills me. What kills me is I want a reality show about the Golden Globes. Yes. I, the, the stage stuff's fine. But then they cut to the, they just have music, and the, but you can see everybody talking and mingling. Yeah. I'm like, that camera's on. Turn up yeah. the volume on right. that. Let us in. I wonder, do you think that's everyone's favorite award show to attend? Because they're not sitting in like theater yes. seats. They're sitting around a table, you know, yes. eating and drinking and having fun. They get to mingle and like, you know. And the Golden Globe like, seems solid for your career because it's yeah. good coverage. I'm sure like it's like really good for getting you cast and other things, good exposure, but it doesn't have the pressure of the Oscars. Of the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can let loose and have a little more fun. Okay. Let's talk about Brad and Jen. Okay. Okay. Are they together? No. Someone, did you see someone sent us a message? No. Someone messaged us on Instagram and said, I know somebody 
who knows somebody who had worked at a restaurant where Brad and Jen were like all, uh, there was a whole group of them and they are together. And I'm like, I was polite. And I said, maybe, but I won't believe it till it's in people. But what I wanted to say was, yeah, effing right. They're not together. I don't think that they're together. I want them to be together. Do you think they're casually hooking up? No. See, I think they could be casually hooking up. And the reason- I want them Why to. Do you, is it too late for them to have babies? Because honestly, are there t- any two better looking people on the planet than those no. two in their mid fifties? No, I would say Brad and Angie, because Angie's very Angie like, looks skeletal to me now. these days. Yeah. She does not look healthy, and she might not be because she's actually in her heyday. Like, has she? Yeah, she had like like I think a lot removed from her body because of cancer scares. Oh, really? Like I didn't ovaries, realize that. I think I can't remember, but there was like a New York Times article but about also, it. Anyways, back to Brad. They, okay, everybody, if what? you're going to get offended, turn away now. They had kids and their kids are not that cute. Okay. So we've got our answer there. Brad so Jen, and Jen's Brad? babies. I can't even. Yeah. I think that they must, that must have been divine intervention. We've got to break these people up because this planet cannot handle their offspring. Yeah. That had to be they, what it was. They both have this, like, we're super healthy, but also have a good time, beachy vibe. Right. Yeah. Like, go with the flow, tanned, but we're also accomplished people uh, situation. Right. Like, they both pack an energy. Yeah. That is amazing. And, and they but seem the col- way yeah. better f- matched than Brad and Angie ever did to me. Yeah. Like just their vibes and stuff mm-hmm. seem well. Obviously, they weren't because they broke up. But so I mean, I'm, we've ho- talked I about them a lot. But the thing that gets me is like her Christmas party where he was the first to come and the last to leave. Like I don't. They went to the same after party. But which I heard the they have a lot of mutual friends. I saw said they did not interact once at the after party. Mm. Okay. Did you see something different? Yeah, I saw no, I saw that as well. I'm just holding out hope because you would think exes would want to do everything they could to avoid each other, mm-hmm. but they are definitely friends and they're way too good looking to be and right. have way too much history Plus, you to know be that thing interacting where it's like, this much without there right. being more. It's, it's like if you've already slept it. with them and then it doesn't count. Right. So it's like they're probably like, we've already done this. Like, mm-hmm. you know. This Let's have some fun. Count. We're both Let's single. Have some fun. Right. And they're both like Just free Jen, spirits or whatever. I hope her eggs are sharp. Brad, don't use a condom. Show us what your babies would look like because yeah. I'm here we for it. We need to know. We can't we die until we, we know. Need to know. I mean, I got to say, I was shocked when Brad and Angie had kids and then that's what, you know, that's what they were. <laughs> I just was like, and that's such a mean thing to say because these kids are innocent, but they're, they've, they've, they've got the best looking parents ever and they're just normal looking kids. Yeah. Right. They're not ugly. No, but they're not Brad and Angie. Right. You know, they're not, although I feel like we probably thought that they had like, you know, we had high expectations, the highest. Yeah, the absolute. I feel highest. like a real dick for saying these things, but it's the truth, guys, and everybody knows and this it. Is, this is why you're here. We're serving <laughs> it. The truth. Okay. Big. I like to winners. take a poll on stories, though. Let's take a poll this okay. week or something and ask if people think that they are hooking up. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, are they? I'd together? like to know. 
I'd like to rally around the the ball. The person that messaged and said that they know someone who knows someone who saw it and can confirm that they're together. We need, I I will believe you if you can get me some solid proof, but the no, I know someone who knows someone who saw this and it's for sure. That's not enough. It's not. Let's get to that person at the end of that black hole then. The person so do some recon. Let's get that person. Let's get in direct contact. If someone's working there and it is obvious, like they're at a restaurant and it's obvious to the employees that Brad and Jen are together, don't you think TMZ would be all over that? Mm-hmm. that I mean, was, if they're doing uh, it in public. That's as you were talking about that. That was my first thought. Is there's way too many people who that care. would then know who it would leak, right? It would leak yeah. unless they've got a really good circle around them where it's just, you know, right. quiet. Yeah. Nothing's leaking right. through. Okay. Tom Hanks, he's the best. His speech was really long. It was I loved long. him, but that's when I was really like, okay, man, dude. But everyone on the internet has like on Twitter or whatever, as the Golden Globes were happening, He's like the nicest guy on the planet. Mm-hmm. Everyone has these Tom stories. Like random people have these Tom stories. Like people are like, oh, yeah, we were on a celebrity tour and this guy rolled down his window and asked if we'd seen any celebrities today. We turn over. It's Tom Hanks. Like mm-hmm. some guy said that he had a flat tire on the middle of a road. It was pouring down rain. Some guy pulled over. They just like got to work, changed the tire, looked up. It was Tom Hanks. Like there's all these stories of him just actually being the best human on the planet. Like, so his speech was long, but I found it very interesting. I could see they were panning to all these faces in the room and it seemed like everyone there was very bored by mm-hmm. it. But I felt like it gave a lot of ins like he gave a lot of credit to the people that don't get credit. I felt like yeah, like he really gave a behind the scenes look at everybody who works on sets at everything that goes into the movies, you know, at all the moving parts that we don't appreciate because we don't get exposed to them. The the people that don't get the recognition that they deserve that m- execute on these movies, you know, like directors, mm-hmm. actors, producers, they get the name and lights, but it's the all the other people that, you know, hundreds of people that make these movies possible. And I felt like he really painted a picture. Like he gave me an idea of what it is like on a movie set and the work that goes into it made me appreciate it more. So it's probably boring for people in the room. Cause they're like, yeah, we know we get it. We're on the movie sets, but yeah, I felt like it was a very, and then he cried a couple times. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was very moving. His kids, right. I guess are super smart too. Okay. What else do we need to talk about night? as far? Yeah. Okay. Talk about Speed that. And then let's get to clothes, uh, dress. You know? Okay, Chernobyl one big, Succession one big. We've talked about both of these shows here on the pod. Fleabag one big. I still need to watch that. Chris said it was awesome. Wonder everything from- last year too. Fleabag. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Good memory. Marriage Story. Laura Dern won. Patricia Arquette for the act, which was great. Olivia oh, she was Coleman there. I for the just crown. saw her tits. She. <laughs> Your story oh my god. Was- so funny. I didn't even that. know she had a I face. Dying. There was a lot of tits at the Golden Globes. Not just her, but there were several dresses that were wow. <laughs> really but like, out there. But like Carrie Washington's was like I felt like a classy because she yeah. doesn't have huge boobs. I mean, Patricia Arquette's boobs were I was down for fully. It. You were. I was like, oh, yeah. this is intense. She's and got I'm scared em. She's for you. 
flaunting them, you know, her golden globes, man. Yeah. Um, it was excessive. Okay. Olivia Coleman won big for The Crown and then movies Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in 1917, which I was like, why have I not seen 1917? It's because it, it's not out it's not yet. Out By the yet. time you guys mm-hmm. listen to this, it'll be out. But Michelle Williams had her big moment. Okay, let's get to close. What did you think? I'm dying to know what you thought of Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth, no thank you. I'm kind of a no thank you on all things Gwyneth. I'm the bandwagoner there where I, you know, because it's that joke of like, she has that goop beauty website or whatever. And it's like, you've got to have like the Mm -hmm. blood of a virgin Mary yeah. Or something to flown put on your face. From yeah, flown in. The desert. Of, yeah, <laughs> yeah, anyway. From 1812. Yeah. And like, it's just like, so I just feel like she's a little too big for her britches. She's beautiful, but I was not a fan of her dress. Yeah. I didn't hate it, but I just felt like, oh, this is very Gwyneth. You know, just like, it's very excessive. Yeah. Like on, I can't remember, it was just on social media. It was like a candid picture of her in a car with that dress on from the waist oh. up. I loved it. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's so yes. fitted and, and glam. And I liked that the, the jewelry necklace. was underneath. Yes. Yes. And she's so beautiful. And then, but when she stood up the whole mm-hmm. thing, I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. What else? Who else did you love? I, I really a lot liked, I didn't love. <laughs> I, Reese Withers, or not Withers, Renee Zellweger. Was she on drugs? That woman was on drugs. Something is I, gone. Something's going something on with that was lady. Going on. Yeah, um, I, I did like her dress. dress. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that I thought she looked beautiful. And then the little diamond stitching or whatever. I thought that was beautiful. But she was like, I was like, I couldn't. I don't even know how to process what was yeah. happening. I felt bad for her. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. I really liked Sophia Vergara. I yeah. thought she was beautiful. She was at the top of the show. I I feel like every year she wears the same dress and it doesn't matter because she's just perfect. Why would you wear any other kind of style if you had a body like that? Right. It's just, I mean, so fitted and beautiful and glam. Yeah. I did not love Taylor. Did not love Taylor. No. Her face looked good. I liked her hair and makeup. I did not. And I liked the silhouette of the dress on her. I just didn't love the pattern. Yeah. It looked like cheap. Mm. And like juvenile, like yeah. sunflowers or something. I yeah, don't know. no. I did not like J-Lo. Oh my God, worst ever. That was the worst yeah. offender. For me, yeah. she was worse than Taylor. Yes. That situation. By a lot. She would, she's probably worse dressed of the night for me. And that yeah. sucks because J-Lo usually pulls it out. Yeah. I think my favorites were Carrie Washington. I actually loved yeah, it. She she's was just she, so. Mm-hmm. And then also it was simple, but Margot Robbie. Is that the she, Tanya Harding girl? Yes. Yeah, she looks So she beautiful. had like that white kind of pantsuit, but like beachy blonde hair is like so effortless, but mm-hmm. glam. And then I, Jennifer Aniston, for me, I just thought looked, it was so simple, just a classic black dress, but she's just so beautiful. Like hair, yeah. makeup, dress, everything was perfect. Yeah. She's, she's another one that you can kind of bet on. Like she does a lot of just the classic black look. She doesn't go too crazy with her hair and makeup ever. And, but it's always great. I mean, she's always beautiful. Yeah. Agreed. She was great. Agreed. Great. You know, what's also great learning, learning, 
anything. We just taught you guys a lot about the Golden Globes. Now it's time to take your learning to the next level with Skillshare. Mm -hmm. We've talked about it before, so this isn't new, but it is a new year. And 2020 is a year where you can explore new skills, deepen existing passions, get lost in your creativity, guys, with Skillshare's online classes. And what you find might just surprise you or inspire, you know? Oh, I know. What better (laughs) resolution for 2020 than to learn something new? They have classes from graphic design to photography to creative writing to styling your space, which is something I checked out recently because I've... I don't know if I've talked about it here, but I've remodeled my downstairs room, making a new office gym. So I've been digging into their interior design yeah. classes. You guys, you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I know right. you guys, this learning something new, being creative, it can benefit you in everything you do. And why wouldn't you want that? Honest question. Can't why think of a reason. Why would you want that? Right. No, mm-hmm. it's incredibly affordable, especially when you compare it to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than 10 bucks a month. You guys, Skillshare is a proud sponsor of You Can Sip With Us. Go right now and explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash sip. You get two free months of premium membership. How many classes can you go take in two free months? I dare you to go try. That's two whole months. It's just so convenient because they make it easier for you to learn on your time. That's one of the things I love. I just get to do it from home. So check it out. Two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free by going to Skillshare.com slash SIP. That is Skillshare.com slash SIP. Bing, bing, bing. Bing, bing. All right. All right. Time, Time to, to rant and rave. Rant and rave. All right. Uh, who wants to go first with the rant? I'll go. I <laughs> I couldn't find my notes. <laughs> I couldn't remember what I was pissed about. I wrote down a rant that I was going to talk about on the podcast. And then in this podcast, I came up with another rant. But I'll tell you the first one really quick. We have house cleaners that come every two weeks. Mm-hmm. They move all of our shit everywhere and then they don't put it back and is it too much to Mm. ask to just put like the you know if you're gonna move all the pictures and dust and stuff can you like try to put them back do you and they like in our bathroom they put rugs on the opposite side like the bed that's just like they don't put shit in the same spot and I don't understand so then after they leave it's nice and clean but I gotta reorganize everything Mm. I just feel like come on Maybe that's they're trying to send a message where they're like, listen, fire us. The rug's here. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, Ashley, why is this happening? Well, the rug was charged. (laughs) And I don't know any other clearer way. It was in front of the sink. It's supposed to be in front of the bathtub. Okay, so that's that. Whatever. The other thing that I came up with, because I cannot ignore it, is heartburn during pregnancy. Oh god. Did you have that? So I had it so bad every day. Mm. And I didn't Where did you know, have it? I, like in the base of your throat here? Every, yeah, 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 yeah. Base oh, of my throat. God, it would come up into worst. my throat mm-hmm. at night. Mm-hmm. It would wake me up. Mm-hmm. I remember I ate so many Tums. I ate the world of Tums it until somebody told me. It doesn't seem like they you, help. They don't help. You have to take the stronger stuff that you can have, like the Pepsid. 
Oh, do I do that? Okay. I'm going to talk to my doctor about that. it because yeah, yesterday yeah. I t- fell asleep sitting up because I, if I laid down, it was just like acid burning my throat. And I found out in the third trimester and my biggest regret was that I didn't know earlier because I and dealt that helped with it. Once you took it. Yes. Thank God. Thank God there's a solution because mm-hmm. it is really like very Terrible. annoying and painful. I feel like, you know, there's worse things that could happen to me. It's not like the worst pain ever, but it's very annoying. And I haven't linked it to like a certain food or anything like, like, I don't, I think it's, it's just growing pregnancy. A baby. It's just like, yeah, it's all moving the all the you don't have up. enough room yeah. for it all to go down. And yeah. so it just like comes up and hangs oh, around. God, it's no, I remember fun. because I never, I don't have heartburn now and I never had it before I was pregnant Yeah, and I never took it seriously. When people are like, oh, I need a heartburn pill. Right. Like Chris gets heartburn. Okay. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then I got it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, somebody help yeah, me. This, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Yeah. Ugh. So that's I going don't on. miss that. And then it's like weird how you have the baby and those things are just gone. Go away. I know. It's so weird. Yeah. Like I'm obviously cause and effect if it's the cause the effect of having the baby will be that it's not but still it's just crazy like a switch even like Mm -hmm. the food aversions because i did not eat chicken the entire pregnancy i was like this Mm. and i can't believe i ever did and i can't believe anybody does and then the moment (laughs) i had bed i'm like I could eat some chicken. Like, <laughs> I could go for really some chicken, weird. babe. Yeah. Yeah. I went 10 months just hating it. Yeah. Now I'm like Judging totally everyone. Down. Yeah. yeah. Some fried chicken. <laughs> All right. What's your rant? Okay. So we, we ranted. You guys have to go over to Patreon to hear an inside scoop of what's happening with our podcast right now. It will make you laugh. That's all I'm going to say on this podcast, but go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash you can sip with us. That's where you get your Friday episodes. But I just want to rant about what email can do to people. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's like you're a normal, there's some people that are like normal people, right? And they're like nice, good people. And then it's like, they they open up their computer and their little fingers hit the keys mm-hmm. and they decide that they just want to be the biggest jerks mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like it becomes they're all like people have like email alter egos that are just absolutely terrible. Just yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. Like it like, makes you want to like write back and be like, I dare you to say that to my face, you know, because yeah. they're just like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Some of the posturing especially in like just business email mm-hmm. is unbelievable. And yeah. it's, you see it everywhere. So we have a very funny story over on Patreon th- that'll give you. It's funny lift up because the hood we on made it things. funny, but it was yeah. bullshit for several reasons until we made it yeah. funny. Acci- it was applies. an accidental. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Go over there to hear about this really big mistake we made that we <laughs> actually can't talk about here. Yeah. But this applies everywhere like Mm -hmm. yeah and in every job in any interaction in every situation anywhere where there's email you have the risk of people just forgetting who they they lose their way Mm -hmm. you know in the virtual Mm -hmm. land and we got to find ourselves if you are an email jerk get yourself together today yeah you know right yeah yeah 
Anyway, Would you say that to their face? You know? Yeah. All right. My rave guys, I turned 35 this week Yeah. and I'm not a fan of my birthdays in general. Um, I just have like this hang up about it. I think maybe there was just buildup and then I was let down or something a few times growing up. Like one year, my mom forgot my birthday. And then one year, my dad forgot my birthday and they were separate years. And I was like when I was younger. And so that really sucked. And I don't know if there's other things that happened to me, but I just have never been a fan. And this year and then the last several years have actually been really great days. And I, John's like, how's it feel to be 35? And I was like, I mean, the same as 34. Like I, I feel fine. I know my body's aging, but mentally I feel, you know, still fun and free. And I also like aging has never bothered me ever. I, and he's like, wait till you get to 40. And I was like, but I don't think 40 will bother me. And he's like, yeah, I mean, 40 didn't bother me either. Other than like hangovers are hard to get over. You know, your body starts breaking down those kinds of things. (laughs) But I kind of like aging, like the, the wisdom that comes with it being afforded a whole nother year of memories to look back on. And, you know, we always say trip around the sun. It's, it's really cool. And not everyone gets that luxury. And it was a great day. I had no expectations. However, there were some big things that happened. I talked about that over on Patreon, but my team was recognized as the top team again for this last year. So I'll be two years in a row as number one team, which was cool. And then I just felt a lot of love and I just kind of like, I just hung out with my family. I got to celebrate a bunch of other people. I don't know. It was just, and then I bought myself a present. Like it was just a great day and nothing extraordinary happened, but I just felt really at peace with it. It was like, yeah, yeah, man, this is cool. I'm getting older and I'm down. You are not that Ashley anymore that people will forget the birthday. Like, you know what I mean? Like whatever's holding on You're this is 35, Ashley, you know, and next you'll be 36, Ashley. Right. Yeah. I don't know. You know, yeah. it's cool because like yeah. at some point, some of the things that trip us up, it's like, we right. can be like, cool. I'm oh, not that person that anymore. Mm-hmm. I can let that go. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. But I like aging. I, I'm a I fan of too. aging, I think. So, well, it's a gift. A lot of people mm-hmm. didn't make it to 35. 30, right. You know, what a luxury mm-hmm. it is to be here. Get a little more time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. My rave. So, Typically at the end of a long day, you know, Chris and I are working, we're making dinner, we're doing the Ben stuff, we get him down and we're like watch TV to decompress. Mm -hmm. But even lately, it's like, and I love TV. Trust me. I love it, love it, love it. But sometimes it doesn't feel like enough of a decompression for me because Mm -hmm. I'm like on my phone or just like, I don't know. Like I, and I don't think I want to talk necessarily because you're just tired at the end of the day. I don't think I want to give much. Like there is something nice about like vegetating, like watching television. But anyway, lately, Chris and I have been, we discovered, we learned, taught ourselves how to play gin rummy. And I love old lady card games. Like I'm, I love canasta. um, But I was like, I've always wanted to know how to play rummy. Never knew. And I know rummy and gin rummy are different, but we researched it, figured out how to play. And the last several nights, we've like been playing cards together at night. Mm -hmm. And it's been so great. Just like talk when you want, but most of the time it's kind of silent, little chatter every once in a while. It's like we're we're doing something that requires just enough thought, but it's also just enough decompression 
have a couple little snacks or whatever and just like wind down. But I also just love cards and just, I don't know, everything about it. I've been just loving and we won't do it. We won't do this every night or whatever. But if you don't know how to play gin rummy, it's a great game. Pretty easy to learn. I don't know. Good quality time. Just the two of us. Too, yeah. You know, that is really cool. And yeah, like an interactive thing, because a lot of times like when you're watching TV, you're just like sitting next to each other on your phones and then also watching TV and you're not really interacting. And even yeah. if you're not like talking a lot during gym rummy or playing a game, it's still more interaction well, than like yeah. vegetative state on the couch, you know? It's like time That's together. Cool. Yeah. As a, as opposed to just time with the TV, you know? Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's been great. That. So anyway, you guys, thank you for sipping I with us. We it. love yeah. you. Oh my Rate, gosh. Subscribe, review, tell a friend, do everything. Okay. Come join us on Patreon. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to say Taylor last Swift week. Over there. So we're not charging for February because we're not going to do yeah. necessarily a podcast a week in February. But the reason that you want to sign up now is if you sign up, you get access to all the past podcasts. So you can like binge all of them. So even though we're not giving, because I think last week I was like, you know, we're not charging for February. We're not doing podcasts in February. So people are like, okay, well, why would I sign up? You get all of the podcasts back through July that we put on there. So come over there. Sweet. When you sign up, they send you a link and you put that in iTunes. So it all is in iTunes right there, baby. Okay. All right. Love you so much. You can sit with us always. Always. We will see See you you next next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Want more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We sign me up. Same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get raw and real we raw dog it over there oh yeah (laughs) every friday at least we drop friday episodes over on patreon and additional content it's all ad free you can sign up go to patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash you can sip with us or download the patreon app and search you can sip with us Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day Mm -hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.